what's going on? Greetings and good day, and welcome to the latest edition of Birds All Day, sponsored by Grandstand. My name is Drew Fairservice, and we are here talking about your still first place Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, joining me, as always, old reliable, old reliable, old Mr. Andrew Stoughton. Stoughton, how are you? I am well. I am well. You're well. You're doing well. You <laughs> doing okay? You're doing okay. Yep. Uh, Blue Jays are doing okay, my friend. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, what, the difference between being three ga- three and a half games up as opposed to one and a half games up after uh, finishing that series with the Yankees kind of big when you only have ten games left to play was definitely the Yankees uh, season basically on uh, Wednesday night when uh, Andrew Bailey was facing in pitching in high leverage situations <laughs> so the season how'd that work out for them not so good I guess they get to host the wild card game probably but uh, if you're on to win the division. Maybe just get someone who's not Andrew Bailey. They did pitch every like they went with two, you know, two innings of Andrew Miller the night before, and but yeah, somebody's got to somebody's got to log some innings. But you're not wrong, Andrew Bailey. Maybe um, not the guy you want. <laughs> I really think that the Yankees are trash, and I think that someone needs to take away the uh, expanded rosters from Joe Girardi. Uh, before we get started with all of the good things that are going on, of course, we want to send a special shout out to sponsor this week's show, uh, Grandstand Sports Highlights from Fans in the Stands, where you can share your own sports highlights, watch videos straight from the crowd, or browse the greatest plays of all time, all from the fans' perspective. And if you grab the app, there are many Blue Jays fans in there all sharing their perspective. There's probably some cool shots of Russell Martin's home run from the other day, or one of the innumerable Justin Smoke strikeouts. You can see all <laughs> that stuff in there. So make sure you download Grandstand on the App Store or head over to grandstand.me, grandstand.me. And of course, as I always say at this point of the show, go to iTunes and uh, subscribe to Birds All Day and do say something nice about us if you are, feel so inclined. And uh, and review, you know, give us a five-star a five-star because, you know... We're uh, just an independent act here. <laughs> yeah. We are grassroots Blue yeah, Jays coverage. Exa- exactly. I'll give you a hot tip, actually, uh, that, that should help fuel some five-star uh, ratings. Uh, <laughs> you'll eventually have to upgrade your iOS, but my God, avoid it, because that fucking podcast app is trash. The new podcast app. It's bad. Total garbage. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, you can always check it out on SoundCloud as well. We have a SoundCloud thing that's got all the episodes up on there. Uh, and, of course, you can uh, hear them all on andrewstoughton.com. You can stream them there if you don't want to get them directly to your device. Uh, and also, again, if you're so inclined and you like what you hear, you can always head over to our Patreon campaign and shoot us a couple bucks to keep us in business, to keep us sound clouding and uh, microphoning and uh, Miller lighting, let's be honest here. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, pa- uh, patreon.com slash birds all day. Uh, people who have done it this year, we are incredibly thankful, incredibly uh, uh, blown away. By your support all season long. And uh, it keeps us going, keeps us here, keeps us honest, and uh, we're happy to do it. Right? Oh, damn right. Yeah. Oh, damn couldn't, right. Have, couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, we are happy because he has pitched now three times this year. <laughs> or is it four? I think it's three. It's ridiculous. It's three. He's been so fucking good. He's been pretty good. Yeah. He's been pretty. <laughs> he's a different pitcher. He's a different pitcher. So uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about uh, the other guys in the rotation because I, well, not for very long, because I feel like that thing is put to bed. 
Oh, yeah. Pretty good. I think so. Uh, we'll talk maybe a little bit about the bullpen. And, uh, I don't know. Everything's fine. Things are good. Things things is good. Probably yeah. three three games up with 10 to play. With no head-to-heads. That's hard to come back from. It is. If you're the uh, other team. If you're yeah. the pursuer. Not the... Not the hunted. Yeah. Which so, is... Which, I mean, it, you know... Somebody was saying to me... Uh, the Yes broadcast tonight was talking about... Uh, the wild card game, having Tanaka ready for the wild card game, and mm-hmm. uh, basically conceding that that's their path to the to the playoffs at this point, and mm-hmm. also uh, uh, mentioning that you know the wild card, two wild card teams made the World Series last year. Uh, but holy shit, do you ever not want to be a fucking wild card? You team? really don't. You, you look at we'll, we'll real quick, John and Susan. The fan, God bless them, they were playing the Yankees game on the radio this evening because the Blue Jays are off here on Thursday. So they had the Yankees-White Sox game, Chris Sale against Michael Pineda. Uh, Chris Sale, as as he is, crazy shit happens to him. He goes, oh, walk, whoop, hit Batsman, home run by uh, Carlos Beltran, who I stand by my unabashed <laughs> love for, uh, despite the fact that he's a, well, he's killing everyone, not yeah. just the Blue Jays. But uh, they were doing the same thing. They had Ken David off, actually, in the booth, and they were kind of working backwards, saying... Oh, so Tanaka will be ready to pitch this day, but we don't. You don't want him to pitch then because then it's eight days to the wild card. So they were basically reverse engineering the Yankees' rotation based around getting Tanaka in the wild card game and hopefully getting him another start. Yeah, and not too many starts. Like, oh, we need to win this game, so you move him up. But but John and Susan, Susan Walden. No, not John. Yeah, John Sterling. Yeah, yeah. I think they get a bad rap by non-Yankees people. The wind warble and the the thing is kind of annoying. <laughs> the, one sure. thing I noticed about their broadcast, a radio broadcast, just wall to wall ads, just so many ads. The, it's have you ever tri-state area? Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you ever listened to a football game on the radio? Lord knows why you would would do that. Why I'd rather I die. Yeah, no, to I be mean, frank. But no, it is. It, I, if it's anything like that, then yeah, it's it's just an assault of ads constantly. Heaven forbid. Ads. Keep the lights on. We've already done our ad for the day. So that means we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about all that. And so much more on this, the 69th edition of Birds All Day. Of course, the biggest news in Blue Jays land, other than the news of 
not, it's not even news anymore. They're in first place. They're cruising. Many things could still happen. The, the Rays have done many less, have committed far fewer atrocities than they could potentially. Uh, yeah. Like, it's, they have it in them. They have it in them to give. Stupid Orioles, too, yeah. But, yeah, the Rays, for sure. And going to Baltimore and Tampa, not great. But, yeah, they're, I don't know, they're good. They're good. We don't have to worry about it. And, and yeah, I, I, the scary part seems to have passed, or the scary part until every single pitch in the playoffs, which is going to be gut-wrenching. It's horrific. Yeah. It's horrific. Uh, I, was, I was talking to somebody. I was, like, texting with a friend of mine. She's not a baseball fan. Uh, and she, it was just like, oh, this is excruciatingly terrible, this baseball game. It's like, what? I thought, no, like, it's like... It's like a very important game. It's fun, right? I'm like, no, no, this is a hellish nightmare. <laughs> it's that's that, that's the appeal is that you get to <laughs> yeah. dread it all day long. Like, oh my god, I gotta go watch this game. I don't want to. I don't want to sit through it. Hey, at least I don't have to watch fucking Euros next summer. Apparently, no, I don't think they're qualifying. Really, that's delightful. You lose a couple times to Iceland, and you probably can go fuck yourself anyway. They're on the come up. Iceland. That's true. Who's that kid? They have a guy that plays for Real Madrid. I suppose that's... Yeah, I forgot that. I forget who that is. It's not like no one from Holland has ever played for Real. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're rambling. But yeah, no, it's... It's a thing that's affecting my happiness. Marcus Stroman pitched last night, and he was very good. He's a different guy. Jeff Sullivan wrote something about it today, how he, he definitely changed up his approach. I've seen the Yankees the second time in, whatever, 10 days, yeah. and... Uh, he threw well, a lot the, of... The three innings I saw where he was totally... You, know, you didn't make it through the whole game, <laughs> Soton. That's weird. No, interesting. <laughs> um, no, it was totally, you know, striking strikeouts, fucking weak contact, all that. He just has so many pitches. You can change your approach quite nicely when... Uh... <laughs> here you go. Here's a cutter now. And here, you know, like, it's ridiculous. It's incredible watching his, him pitch. His two-seamer is ridiculous. He was just carving those stupid Yankees up. There, I created a, a gif of one that he threw to Alex Rodriguez where it looked like it broke his heart. Like A-Rod <laughs> rolled over so feebly and was like, no, this is shitty. And not a lot of strikeouts. He struck out more. Yeah. Was he six strikeouts yesterday? Five strikeouts? Five. Uh, something like he that. Five, two in the first inning. Um, Which was, an, it, the whole thing was incredible, the first inning. Like, you know, like people clapping for every single strike. Like it was, and, it hadn't even completely filled up at that point, uh, just because of the security theater, which we all know and love. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, like like legit, like clapping and and getting into it for like the first batter of the game and the second, you know, like it, you don't see that uh, <laughs> for good reason, I guess. In, you know, in the the dog days of August when they're fucking mm-hmm. twenty games out. Mm-hmm. It uh, the Blue Jays, Blue Jays fans, if you're listening to this. You just you should give yourself a bit of a clap on the back. Uh, the fact that they're filling this the Rogers Center in such overwhelming numbers. The Astros, who were in first place almost all year, after literally losing a hundred games a year for four years, so no, they lost hundred games a year for three years, being abysmal yeah. for the better part of a decade. It as it turns out, that does. Uh, some brand damage because <laughs> yeah. the Astros were playing a game against the Angels, which for the team for which Mike Trout plays and Albert Pujols, you know, one of the best right-handed hitters of all time. Yeah, there were like twenty-five thousand people there in September to watch a first-place team play against the team or second-place team. Watch the team that's chasing them in the standings. 
That shit has not happened here. And we can... It's, it's a bit amazing the kind of confluence of events where it's like, not only are they in first place, but they made all those ridiculous trades that just got so many people's attention because nothing yeah. people like more than a transaction. Indeed. And it's been incredible. Other than the fact that you can't get tickets at all, at all, at all, at all. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a little tough. But but no, it has. It has been absolutely incredible. And uh, the Yankees guys were talking about it in between, in between complaining about the Gardner. Uh, and like all the traffic down here because they were you know, musing about why you know why the stands weren't filled up when it was a sellout, mm-hmm. uh, which is again the security theater. But also, it's tough to get to the ballpark. They were, oh like, no, no, it's security theater. <laughs> it's pretty much security theater stuff. It's ridiculous. Um, it's also weird. Pro pro tip here, but don't you didn't hear this from me? They don't like they don't pat you down anymore, right? It's like you got the metal detector, so that's it. So. I don't know, he could probably bring a fucking Mickey in pretty easily at this point. In the only place he could. Basically, yeah. <laughs> He'd be damned if he was... <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, so the Yankees the Yankees guys were... Uh, uh, I think it was Al Leiter when they were asking him about what it was like when the building was like that before in, the, in, the, in 92, 93 in those years. And he's uh, uh, he was like, yeah, it was great, it's just like this. And then he's paused and was like, actually, I think this crowd is way more lively, like... You know, maybe he didn't say way more, but more lively, younger crowd, like all those things that it totally is. There's no Winfield wants noise this year. It's uh, mm. it's uh, it's ridiculous down there. It's so fun. It's David. It's not uh, Winfield wants noise. It's uh, David Price wants robes. There you that's, go. That's the that's the pitch line <laughs> they're going with. Uh, but yes, Marcus Stroman. I'm I'm not worried about the strikeouts. I'd like to see more strikeouts because who wouldn't? Sure. But he's pitching effectively. He's, he went pitched deeper into the game. He Look, maybe he was running that gas a little bit last night. I don't know if you saw at the end of the game when uh, yeah, there were a few line drives that found gloves. A couple of solid shots right to and at Kevin Pillar, yeah. uh, which is nice. He was everyone's pumped up, but ground balls by the boatload and That's again thing, soft, man. pathetic, hilarious contact. He throws so many ridiculous pitches. There was a, an image, I guess, ESPN because ESPN was broadcasting the game. Yeah, yeah. ESPN was here. Dan Shulman in his hometown. Kind of awesome. Kind of awesome. Yeah. I think he was uh, into it. I think. <laughs> That's how I would describe uh, it. Still didn't. Still did not beat the uh, TVA uh, call, the French call of the uh, Russell Martin home run. I don't know if you caught that. I saw. I didn't see it. I saw someone tweet the link, and I was trying to instead of clicking the video because I was I'm like Ew, video I, because it was in French. I was hunting for hunting and pecking like okay i know what that word means I'm like i bet you that word means strikeout oh, <laughs> right. i bet you all these yeah, are, yeah. i know what these french words mean instead of hearing the but i assume it was a french person losing their mind it's exactly what that was yeah i cannot <laughs> do an impression of it but do yourself a favor and give that a listen 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 to the clip all the way to the end so the question then is all of our fears of marcus drum they're all put to rest like there are no fears i think there are no fears yeah. other than me wondering about a strikeout yeah Mean, Other than the same fears you have of any pitcher that they may, you know, s- you know, step somewhere weird and slip a disc or, you know, whatever the fuck. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see him face a team, well, one of the remaining two teams that they've played who haven't seen him again. And maybe who, I don't know offhand. I, I know he pitched against Baltimore. I don't, I don't know. If he, he definitely pitched against Baltimore last year. That was when he got his tits lit against Baltimore? This is when he threw at a guy's fucking head. Oh, right, right. He did. So, but not the Yankees who have seen him like five times <laughs> like yeah. 12 starts or whatever yeah. his career numbers are so it will uh it'll be interesting to see as how it maybe the strikeouts come along maybe the swinging strikes sort of pick up but uh at the end of the day this is the time of the year where it's not about 
projectable metrics. Yeah. It's about give me seven innings and don't allow any runs or allow one run. Uh, just do that, please. Yeah. And be awesome about it, which is forgive is a, is a there's no doubt about that. Yeah, no, it's I mean that's that that what you're saying there applies perhaps to other starters that the Jays have as well. Uh, Marco Estrada, for example, uh, some of the projectable metrics don't like Marco Estrada very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fuck, he's been getting it done. Yes, he's, yes, he's. Uh, there's great great things at uh, Blue Jays Plus about uh, you know the like, I think it was I think it got into like spin rates and stuff or maybe mm-hmm. it didn't but it was all it was about how he's uh, he's been inducing all these fly balls which obviously is kind of suppressing his batting average on balls in play interesting uh, that uh, Alex Anthopoulos was on the fan this week on uh, Primetime Sports and was talking about a wide you know variety of stuff there's a lot of great stuff in there actually in that interview uh, but one thing he said was uh, Getting Estrada, they, I think it was I think it was that interview where he said they, they tried for like three years to get Estrada, like they really liked Estrada. Uh, I think part of it was analytics driven. He said, mm-hmm. and, but he definitely, if he didn't say that, he definitely said that he thought that you know the offensive environment in Milwaukee is you know way crazier, uh, way less favorable for a pitcher than it is here. It is a joke ballpark. It is ridiculous. But maybe, and, maybe and, it's like a. Sorry. And so I don't know. It just it seems it, it seems to like it, it seems to follow that. They were not bothered by the fact that he has these flyball tendencies, even though Roger Center is kind of a, a and these home run, run arc. tendencies. Yeah, uh, and that seems to have been a strategy that's worked. He can he can be a flyball pitcher. Well, there, it's, it sounds reminiscent of the Colin McHugh that the Astros were like, "Your curveball has a really great spin rate. You should throw it more often." Maybe there's a changeup connection there. That there's something to maybe yeah his changeup spin rate or the way it moves, and su- such that he's. The kind of guy who can throw it. He doesn't care who he throws it to. He throws it to left and right as opposed to... Yeah. You know, like Ricky Romero, for example. <laughs> no, well, it's well, never. Well, just a guy who... Yeah. It, it fucked him. It's the fact that he didn't want to throw it to left-handed pitchers. It, it no, definitely. Discri- definitely. Proud father, though. Ricky Romero just had a baby. Good on him. Uh, uh, also, his release point, I think, is what Josh was looking at as well. Which, yeah. Which... Uh, just constantly evolving. Getting higher, was wasn't that? Yeah, it? yeah, getting yeah. higher and higher. Yeah. That's good. More plain, I guess. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, so you mentioned Estrada, who is a starter, not going to be a reliever. No, 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 no relievers in the in the postseason for Marco Estrada. Give him a start. I think so. Yeah, I think he's that fourth guy, right? He has to be. He has to be. Like literally, has to be. <laughs> yeah, you can't. That, yeah, you can't do it. You can't give birth. From the sounds of it, it, John Gibbons was saying that he was all but saying that they were going to try to give Mark Burley like a victory lap, right? Like let him start the last game of the year. Acting under the assumption that that game won't mean anything, right? Because there's a very good chance it won't have it won't mean anything. Yeah, and maybe get him, maybe get a chance to get to 200. I don't know where the hell he is at this point. I mean, uh, yeah, I get that's that. a, that's a thing. I, I'd heard Gibbons say had said uh, prior to that, like, oh, could, you know, it, before they pushed him back again, uh, it was like setting up to be a bullpen day for Burley. So the, like the last day of the year, so they were thinking maybe. He needs another couple innings to get to 200. He needs fifth, just under 15 innings to get there. So it means the way he's been pitching lately, that's not going to be easy. He looks like a guy who's just old, right? He's older. Whenever we've been through this, yeah, we've been through this. So he's not even that. He, he, people, I think he's not as old as people think. He's like what, no, 36, no. But he's he's he's, he's, he's younger than I. Am. <laughs> Jesus, but uh, he's an old yeah. pitcher because yeah. he's just got so many fucking zillion miles on him. The thing, of course, though, is that I'm I'm I 
this is probably an unpopular thing, especially around the All-Star break. Remember around the All-Star break, there was a lot of talk about sending Drew Hutchison down, which they eventually did, and, you know, roster management, and... Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm still okay with carrying him on the on a playoff roster, even if you don't intend to start him. I'm okay with that, personally. Yeah. It's not my you got it, roster, yeah. but... No, it's good to... Well, yeah. But, no, yeah. You, you want someone who can soak up a bunch of innings at some point without blowing everybody who you actually want to, you know, pitch in high leverage situations. Sometimes you have a... Sometimes you have a 15-14 game in the playoffs. It's, it's, it's happened. It has happened. With the Giants and... And Nationals, I think they played 18 innings in a game last year. Yeah, that's yeah. Was and that last Brandon year? Brandon Belt hit that bomb to win it, and like I don't know, a zillion o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I seem to recall. Yeah, apologize if the Giants are the point of reference because they're just in the playoffs so damn much. Yeah, they really are. Uh, we, can we talk about the bullpen? Maybe then. For sure. The, the starters good to go. Dicky caught uh, Martin caught Dicky. It was fine. Yeah, totally fine. Totally fine, yeah. Uh, well, but maybe that. Well, we're talking about the catchers. How about uh, the Toronto Blue Jays' most valuable player, Deion Navarro? <laughs> you could tell they fucking love him too. Like, what a that, stud! That no wonder they love him. Too. Yeah, <laughs> He's <absolutely. a> stud. <laughs> I wish that it, you know, ended up meaning more than it did. You know, the fucking Greg Bird, but uh, fucking Greg Bird, man, he is a problem. Trash Bird. Um, but yeah, no, fucking uh, yeah, Deion was that was ridiculous. Um, I just I know obviously it was a big moment too, but like when he came back in the dugout, like they I don't know you can tell the teammates were like, all right, like this guy getting that done was was kind of a thing. hasn't had a great year, mm-hmm. was hurt for a bit, had uh, you know was last year's starter and was good and and is now is what he is. He he done got replaced. Yeah, but, but- no, and another thing I think uh, I don't know if it was in that interview again, but I definitely saw the Anthopolis saying you know hey we. Yeah, we we wanted we'd we'd have him back as a backup again next year. Like, I mean, five million bucks. I don't know. Like, no, I'm saying like, that in the, yeah it, to his to. Uh, he's been better in the second half. If I could just throw that out there, okay, well, he's been a, he's been a, an above average hitter. But he's been a better than Deion Navarro hitter. Fair enough. But uh, I, I I don't know how much of it factors into it. But the fact that he has been like this ideal teammate in a again in a situation where the team is winning and. He had, didn't hasn't had as many chances to play, although they'd have come a bit more uh, fast and furiously here in this as the season wore on and sure. Russell Martin was hurt. Yep. Uh, he's been an ideal teammate, and if hopefully on a team like this full of older guys, there's probably a lot. There's probably an underlying respect for that. That he's not sulking yeah. and pouting. Yeah, yeah. And again, he's going into a free agent year, but rings take care of a lot of that stuff. If you come out and you're like, yeah, I won the World Series last year. Yeah. I was a valuable role player. People are like, cool. Here's some money. Yeah, that's true. Here's more money. I mean, <laughs> I don't know that anyone's going to give him money to be a starting catcher. Why not? Have you seen some of the guys that catch? Yeah, I guess that's true too. Uh, I think it's also important to remember that, like, he was kind of on his way out of baseball. He had he played 24 games at the big league level in 2012. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, well, it wasn't, and that isn't that the thing that he said. He said he just didn't want. It's like I have, I have to get better. I don't want to ride these fucking buses again. Basically, good for him. Good on him. And then he was good with the Cubs and got a nice two-year deal from the Jays. The bullpen is... Uh, the, okay, before we go into what's going on with the bullpen, mm. I want to say, if you are the negative Nancy type, if you are the if you are a whiny, just look at... It, 
you can say shit like, well, I, I thought this bullpen's been going to be a problem all year long. They're relievers. <laughs> yeah. They're going to give up runs. Yep. So for you to take some kind of idiotic victory lap by being like, oh, I don't know about having a rookie closer for a guy who's given up, you know, who's a guy like Osuna who's had a great year, or to just doubt the, the, the relief core as a whole. Yeah. Maybe pay a little bit more attention. Maybe just watch the game if you're going to spout off your bullshit, <laughs> fucking uninformed, garbage clown opinion. There it is. Wow. Don't be a clown. I haven't heard cl- haven't heard garbage clown in a while. Well, that was more garbage clown. Sla- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, Devan can put that one on the mantle. Okay, yeah. But it was garbage, garbage opinion, clown opinion. Yeah. Hyphen. Yeah. There was a hyphen in there. Yeah, not the same. Not a single entity. Sure. But I- no, you're right. I- yeah, no, people are people are idiots. That said, <laughs> yeah. Aaron Sanchez maybe slipping down the old ladder a little bit. A little bit. Uh, those, those splits against, uh, is it lefties? Uh-huh. Crush them? Crush. Yeah. Really been killing them. Here's the thing about Aaron Sanchez. That he's, as a professional baseball pitcher, he didn't walk guys for about three months out of about five years. Yeah. And it happened to me last year when he was a reliever. Yeah. Command has been a thing for him forever. Yep. It it doesn't make for a good reliever, I'm going to be frank. Uh, now, I'm in favor of letting him start because he has the capability and or the ability to be a decent starter. Sure, yeah. But if you look, uh, look at the kind of pitcher he's been for his entire big league career, a guy who, ha- who walks more than 8% of batters, which is a, about league average, but... With a swinging strike rate that's as low as his is, which is so above average walks, below average swinging strikes. The the number of pitchers that you get, you don't even want to know. <laughs> right. I'll tell you one because that's, that is not a good combination. It is not a good combination, especially for relievers. I'll tell you one of the names of, of, on the list of guys who have oh, pitched. Uh, Aaron Laffey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now Aaron Laffey is different because he's left-handed and doesn't throw ninety-eight. Yeah. But if you look at if you switch it over to starters, who are the start? No, there's a the list of starters is longer of guys who can do that. Sure, yeah. But it ain't pretty. No, it's like Jake Westbrook, guys like that, like guys who guys in this in this decade who have done that same sort of thing while being a starter th- throwing like 140 innings or being a pitcher throwing 140 innings. It's a little scary to just be like he's a ground ball guy. Do you know who he reminds me of? And I did this, and you saw I think you saw me on Twitter. A little bit of Brandon League. I did see that on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> not the comp you want to hear. He's not, it's not an ideal comp because no. Brandon League threw that insane splitter. Right. That was like, you know, 95 miles an hour and his fastball was 96 or 97 and it was heavy like Sanchez's. Sanchez is a beautiful fastball. It's a great weapon. Yeah. But he doesn't have anything to get anybody else out, anybody else out with. I don't know what's going on with this curveball. People don't can't hit it, or they just they don't bother with it because it's not going to be a strike. Yep, seems like that's about it, right? No, it's it's uh, it's exactly what he's been all the other years. Basically, these Mm -hmm. are these are not new things that you know anyone's talked about about Aaron Sanchez. But yeah, you're right. He had that that thing last you know end of last year when he was a reliever where he was ridiculous, and uh, even then, you know, not getting a ton of strikeouts, but uh, but yeah, the the ground balls were were 
finding gloves and, and yeah, everything yeah. was great. And, it, and it, the, the, the ground balls continue to find gloves. And, and he didn't walk, guys. And, and people are still quick to point out uh, his hard hit rate, uh, you know, soft contact rate is, is, is very enviable. Not a lot of, uh, of hard hit balls allowed. But I don't think it's a problem to take him out of the highest leverage. The air, the oh, yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone, himself included, are going to beef on that too much. No, I I like it. I like it a lot better, to be honest. To you know, you have you have Cecil and you have Mark Lowe, and you know you have Sanchez in the mix and Hawkins and Hendricks. Uh, you know, looking at matchups and stuff, uh, that's kind of probably the way to go. Uh, you know, you have to use you have to be a little judicious with how you, you you use Cecil. I guess by the time the eighth rolls around, then if he hasn't pitched yet, go for you know go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, if the matchup dictates, but yeah, no, it's, uh, I think it's better that way than locking Sanchez in, especially the way the splits look and especially, you know, just the way he's been going lately. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, Mark Lowe, that, Mark Lowe is, Mark Lowe is a relief pitcher in that you only remember the things that happen that are shitty. Yeah. So Mark Lowe gives up a home run in his first outing and it's like, Mark Lowe sucks. <laughs> and then it's like Mark yeah. Lowe's Mark, we're gonna maybe gonna use some more guys in the eighth inning and then Mark Lowe comes in and gives up a three run hammer. It's like, well, Mark Lowe still sucks. Which he yes, doesn't. He totally doesn't. But it sure feels like he does. Uh, yeah. You don't want <laughs> yeah, you don't want that kind of shit to happen, obviously. Um but no, I think Mark Lowe's a fine option for for the eighth when it is appropriate, when it's not appropriate to use Cecil, because holy shit, Cecil's been ridiculous. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, that hand, that curveball. Speaking of curveballs, that's what a good, good curveball looks that like. Is what a ridiculously good curveball looks like. What a career for Bretsky's on the way so far. Yeah, he's a guy again. The Jays seem like they have a decent track record. Take someone who's a reliever and be like, "You are going to start now," and you go and start until it's just so clear that it's just not for you. Then you move back to the bullpen. But I mean, he was a guy with curveball and slider and back and forth, moved him around trying to figure it out what to do to make him a starter, but. He's found his niche. Yeah. And it's yeah. being a fucking monster in the bullpen. It turns out. It didn't look like that at the start of May or the start of the season in, in May. Like he had a good he had a good June like it, or what was it? No, he had a maybe he had a good May. I think it was bad April, bad June, but an okay May. Mm-hmm. And uh I don't know what the I don't know why he was would like decent for a month in between those two. Uh because, you know, coming into spring he had the shoulder thing. Uh, he was kind of behind everybody. The velocity wasn't quite where you wanted it, especially in like. Mm-hmm. Well, I think if you, look, I think the first was it the first one. He was kind of rushed into the game anyway. It was and the like, weather was terrible. Or something something like it? that. It was like Miguel Castro was blowing up. Or speaking of Miguel Castro, what the fucking Rockies man? Has he been pitching for them? I don't think he's been pitching for them. But he was in that deal, right? Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he was. Uh, what a garbage team they are. Speaking of garbage, at uh, least they're getting their asses handed to them by the Pirates. <laughs> So was, was Did you see it, they had like the P shaped, like the pirates logo shaped, like flutes of champagne waiting for them when they uh... the Rockies did? Yeah. Oh God bless them. Yeah. It was probably full of apple juice. Yeah. But uh... but it, it, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Cecil obviously has uh, has turned it around quite nicely. It's been, like it's it, it's a thing of fucking beauty to watch him throw that curveball and watch guys, you know. Swing away as it fucking falls off the table. Like, it's fucking so good. His velocity chart is hilarious as well. He was touching ninety five and ninety six the other night. Yeah, 
Like, which is way out of character. Not way out of character, but that's a good couple ticks up from earlier in the year, especially at the very beginning of the year when he was sitting, you know, 90, 91, 92. Yeah. And then he, now he's touching 96, blowing people away. <laughs> Bit of a jump, yeah. It's a, it's a good looking good looking slope. Yeah. On that bad boy. Yeah, so that's the, that's the direction you want it to slope, yeah. Uh, the direction it slopes almost against, in defiance of uh, <laughs> all the things we know about pitchers. Yeah, well. The point is, the bullpen is fine. Yeah. If you worry about Roberto Osuna giving up a couple home runs here and there, it's called regression. <laughs> did you did you see what he was saying after uh, the game as well? Was uh, <laughs> after last night, you know, gave up a double to A Rod. He he was like, oh, I'm just I'm cut. He, like he was working on stuff. He was like, oh, I was glad to come in and like with uh, with a bigger lead without you know not coming in with a one run lead where I have to like where I have to make these kind. Of, you know, he was like, oh, I'm just gonna work on a couple things. You know, try to get my fastball command back a little bit, and and so he's like, yeah, feels good. He didn't didn't give a shit that he gave up a, a double. Bless him. He's Bless his heart. Amazing. That is amazing. Uh, yeah. I, also, well, can't can't talk about the bullpen without you know pitching wise, whatever. Troy Hawkins has been fine, but what a fucking guy. Yeah, people are everything. really horny for this like leadership. Everyone's yeah, yeah but I don't know. It's better than. I don't, did you want you want Jonathan Papelbon back there? No, he's human garbage. And I really, <laughs> I you know. get the sense that the, the just the thing that oh, happened yeah. yesterday, <laughs> yeah. that the Nationals are, I mean, in any, they're probably pinning the fact that the season has collapsed on him, well, which is not his fault because totally his name is not, neither Matt nor Williams. <laughs> but no, Harper's, Harper's like, I'm probably going to get drilled tomorrow, so. But to his buck Showalter, Orioles manager doesn't like to do that. Good on him. Of all the things Buck Showalter does wrong, that's one of them that he doesn't. Buck Schulte's awesome. I can't pretend like he's not. Yeah. But no, it's... I I like... Obviously, there's there's no harm in it. There's no harm in Kumbaya, everyone hanging out, having fun. You know, just doing... Having these guys pulling for each other and being into each other. It's probably hard. There's a fucking swarm of them back there. And I'm sure if you yeah. asked Aaron Loop, who would, who, he probably would have a... Tell you a bit of a different story. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Being like the lowest man, the guy ejected from high leverage... God, remember he used to pitch Aaron Loop like every day? Just ground him into the fucking dust, yeah. He can't, he, I, they're like, Aaron, you're not on the postseason roster. He'll be like, darn. <laughs> Heaven forbid I'm going to go squeeze, <laughs> squeeze my arm out like a squeegee. But uh, it's fun, I guess. It's cool that he's doing it. Yeah, people seem to really, really like Hawkins, yeah. Yeah, cool. I like that the guy of guys that can get out. Yeah, that's true too. Really goes a long way to making the team better. This is this is true. This is a thing with all the leadership kind of shit that you hear, uh, which has been talked about a lot lately. Uh, it's a big it's a big deal. The Jays do you know seem to believe in uh, in that to an extent. I think they you know they they very. It's easy to say that publicly, you know, like oh we want to have good guys on our team, but they do seem to be getting rid of guys. Uh, Mm. Who were who? Who you hear less good things about than guys that you know you hear really great things about? Uh, but yeah, it's easy, it's easy to be like, oh, we love leadership when you trade for fucking Josh Donaldson. We love leadership when it puts up eight win seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We love leadership when it just you know lights out in the bullpen. We love leadership when it's buying robes and pitching eight innings and giving up two runs every time out. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can take all that leadership you got. Just keep bringing it yeah. around. <laughs> he's so fucking good too. Who David Price? He's okay. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, 
pretty what was Gibby's line? I hope he they gets yeah, pay, all the money. Pay him whatatever he wants. Pay him whatever yeah. he wants. Yeah. Someone's gonna. Yeah. There's a cool thing actually in the Providence Journal today that was about former Rays were like, man, having David Price around is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Archer was just Chris Archer was like, you just watch him and what he does you do. And he doesn't have to be like swinging his dick around. I'm going to paraphrase. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he doesn't have to make a big production out of it. You just see him do it. You see him conduct his business and you do it. Which people said about Halliday, but Price actually has a personality. Yeah. Although that's come out of Halliday a little bit in, in his retirement. But but, yeah, uh, so. but no, the the thing in the, in the Providence Journal is really cool. Uh, Tim Britton wrote it, so check it out if you are so inclined to want more reasons to get mad at Rogers when they don't sign you. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I shouldn't say that, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, no. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Who don't care. Right now, do not care. Don't care about 2016. Flags fly forever. That's... Even, uh, even, fuck, they put the fucking division winner flags up. They shouldn't do that. No. But they'd be cool when they win this one, because they're going to. It's better. It's not a fucking Bon Jovi flag, but we can't all be that storied franchise. At least they'll take down the uh, <laughs> the the December World Series flag that they flew That's... after two, two years in a row winning the Winter Meetings World Series. Yeah, hanging that flag. Trade deadline World Series. Uh, trade deadline flag. They can take that one down too. Huh? It's kind of worked out okay though. One begets the next. That's it. This has gone on too long. You got stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> we have nothing else to say. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, people are asking about doing something. Yeah, yeah. Doing something in public with people seeing our faces. Let's. We're gonna see. Now that the now that the Jays well, once the Jays are assuredly out of the wild card, maybe that will target that. It's like it'll be nice, stress free, enjoy because the wild card games are the fucking best. Oh, when there's yeah, when you don't when have you anything don't have, on the line, yeah, like your whole season coming down to one. Can you met like the A's who had what were they? It was a five one or something last year? Oh they yeah, gagged yeah. away that lead. To the, oh, that was to the unbelievable. Royals. Yeah, or the Pirates, you just like march through the season and be like, well, all right, we could take on these dog shit Giants. Whoops, Madison Bumgarner forgot how to let guys get on base. He's, <laughs> he's going to go through what is. I don't think there's any doubt. I, I've probably said this before. Like the greatest postseason pitching performance ever. Yeah, you'd, you'd be hard-pressed to name a better one. That was fucked up. <laughs> it truly was. <laughs> Maybe uh, we're talking about David Price. That's David Price a few weeks from now. You know what I would settle for? A human version of that. Like a normal <laughs> mortal's version of yeah. what Madison Baumgartner did. Don't even pitch on two days rest. You don't need to do that, David Price. You're a free agent. By the way, Madison Baumgartner gets paid like $5 million a year. <laughs> and he did all that. Uh, but that's it. So for Andrew Stoughton, mm-hmm. my name is Drew Fairservice. Uh, of course, read andrewstoughton.com. Head over to uh, Vice for your weekly thing, your videos, National Post. Mm-hmm. All, all, it's all deadly. It's all found, of course, on Andrew Stoughton. Dial it up on your phone. Put your big greasy thumb on an ad every so often. I'm not allowed to encourage that. But I just did. You not my site. You can, yeah. My name's not Andrew Stoughton. Yeah. So for Stoughton, my name is Drew. We'll talk to you next time on Birds All Day.